like this. My yeah. mind warps and bends, floats the wind, count to ten, meet the twin, Andre Ben, welcome to the lion's den. A rich and no skin, many men comprehend, I extend myself so you go out and tell a friend. Sin all depends on what you believe in, in. faith is what you make it, that's the hardest shit since MC Ren. Alien can blend right on in with your kin, look again, cause I swear I spot one every now and then. It's happening again, wish I could tell you when, Andre this is Andre, y'all is just gonna have to make amends. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. What I'm going to talk about is two very special people in hip hop. Lauren and Andre. And no, I'm not talking about Lauren Johnson and Andre Owens. (laughs) I'm talking about Lauren Hill and Andre Benjamin, a.k.a. Andre 3000 from Outkast. Um, I came to this subject because I was scrolling on Twitter just yesterday. Right. And as soon as I popped in the Twitter, um, it was I, I think this was retweeted into my timeline by somebody who I don't even follow. Um, but the tweet said. Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 are so great as artists that they either have one solo album or even none at all, but still end up in most rap fans all time list. And it got me to thinking not just about what they said, but just thinking about Lauren and Andre or L Boogie, as I call her, um, just their where they are in hip hop and where they were and, and, and why they are who they are to many people in hip hop. Um, so I, it made me have a couple of questions. The first question, why, are Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 so revered? Well, you want to know why I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, for one, both are extremely talented. Uh, I think that goes without saying, but like they both can do a lot. Um, I'll be honest, like Lauren Hill as an actress, you know, really surprised me. I, I I did not know that, you know, obviously she got her start with, uh, what was it? Sister Act was the movie she was in. It surprised me. I didn't, I didn't know, you know? And, um, and I, I want to say I probably went back to Sister Act after finding out about Lauren. Like it she wasn't like, it wasn't like I saw her and was like, Oh, she's dope. And, Oh, she raps too. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I mean, her acting, obviously her rapping and then her ability to sing. Very few people can sing and rap. Um, and don't you dare mention Drake. <laughs> Cause he bit a whole bunch of people's style, but that's another story for another day. Um, but anyway, yeah, she, she was in- incredibly talented. Um, And it made me think about like 
the first, maybe not the first time, but my first memories of hearing Lauren Hill spit. I don't pop blood, so I always got my breath. Never had to battle with a bulletproof vest. They call me Cockweasel, but I still keep a chest. I don't wear Jerry girls, cause I'm not from the West. No disrespect to the West, true indeed. I rock it to the East, the East is the sea. The sea to them days back, your sheep skits and hot tracks. Peace to Mr. Magic, things are getting tragic. Now we on some new stuff, I never fit the Ku Klux. My own clan is acting up, I blame it on the Philly club. What's your crew to do? Kids are acting, ooh, and it's getting mad up. Yo, where's the corporate now? Check the square roots, your bones, it's him with the boots, nah, that's the surface. And no, the vomit boots, I got a head full of problems in the hand, full of nappy roots. I feel it, Jones, coming down. And that was so dope. I mean, but I'll be honest. Can, can, I, can I be honest with you? Uh, the first time that I remember seeing her, I thought she was incredibly beautiful. So, like, <laughs> I saw the video but I was really checking at how fine she was as, a, <laughs> as opposed to what she was saying. But, you know, I, I was a young man at the time. I mean, hey, what do you want me to do? I mean, she was beautiful and she could spit and she was from New Jersey. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a winning trifecta for me right there. Um, at the time that I was in college uh, and I was single. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, she she was extremely talented, um, could sing, could rap, could act and, you know, seemed to be going in, you know, a great direction. Um, so, yeah, that's partly why I think Lauren Hill is as revered as she is, along with probably a, a thousand other things but those things in particular um as far as dre um why is he so revered i think dre is revered because he was he along with big boy um i think put southern mcs on the map now that's not to say that we didn't have Southern MC. Well, we had Southern rappers, I should say. There was a difference between MC and a rapper. If you don't know, look it up. Or go ask E Collecting. <laughs> but um shout out to E. But yeah, it he was one of the first MCs, you know, at the time that Dre came on the scene in nineteen ninety four. Prior to that, yeah, we had there were rappers from the South, um, but rappers from the South more often than not were kind of lumped into one big bucket, if you will. And they weren't lyrical. They weren't rapping about anything. It was all booty shake. That's what the South was kind of known for as far as producing MCs, which was far from the, from, from what was true because I mean, you had, you know, cats like ghetto boys and Scarface, uh, UGK, just to name a few. Everybody wasn't like Luke, you know, and shout out to Uncle Luke. But, you know, Dre was one of those first MCs that really kicked down the door uh, for Southern hip hop. And hip hop at the at that particular time was probably more regional than it had ever been, you know. And so if you were busting in your city, that was some dope shit. It wasn't about, you know, 
<laughs> how dope you was in Sacramento. But anyway, Dre was, um, he came at a time and he was really, really lyrical and super, super dope. And I can actually remember like the first time that I heard Dre bust a rhyme. It goes, give me 10 and I'll serve you then. Now we bend the corner in my Cadillac. My heart does not go pity pat for no rat. I'm leaning back my elbows out the window. Kogram and endo fills my body. Where's the party? We roll deep, we dip to underground. Sees a lot of hoes around. I spit my game while waiting countdown. I fight for what three, two. Here comes the one. A new year has begun. Be folks spark another one. one. And that was dope. And so, you know, I think along from uh, aside with being incredibly talented and a super lyrical MC, um, you know, he he was a guy who appeared to really, really take it serious. And like I said, he was dope. He was cool uh, for me he was revered because also, like I said, he was from the South and we're not that far in age. And so when I saw Dre, I could see someone like myself. He looked like us. He talked like us. He walked like us from the South. And I've said it before in this podcast and other podcasts that, you know, what he was able to do was instill an even bigger amount of Southern pride in our MCs. Um, so yeah, that's why I think both he and Lauren are as revered as they are. Um, another reason I think is because they both are true artists. Um, I think Lauren Hill really enjoys making music. Now I will say this much because Lauren Hill hasn't made any music, at least music for the, for the public to hear in a few years. Um, but, I will say this much. I think that Lauren Hill probably she strikes me as the type of artist that probably makes a lot of music and probably won't ever release it. You know, I, it, she may have a vault like Prince, maybe not as deep as Prince, but I, she strikes me as someone who an artist artist, you know what I mean? Like someone who makes music for the love of making music, not necessarily making music because they owe a record company a song or an album or something like that uh just a true artist and i think that's rare particularly as we move forward as money got into hip-hop you know you started seeing that less and less um but yeah she she's definitely someone i think that enjoys making music same for andre i think he when he was making music he really enjoyed the music that he was making i don't think that you know, he was just in it for the clout or the fame or whatever the case may be. Um, Dre was someone that I think guards his music very carefully and he takes it very seriously. And one of the things that I, I, I always admired about Dre as an artist is that both he and Big Boy in their group and, and both individually and collectively, but more so individually, he's not afraid to do different things. Um, you don't have to be a fan of outcast to look at their discography and realize that like none of their albums 
almost none of their songs are alike. <laughs> like you have totally like six different chapters of a body of work. And I think that speaks volumes to the creativity and the willingness of an Andre 3000 to push the envelope and to do different things. I mean, case in point, you know, he was one of the people that came up with the idea of a song like bombs over Baghdad. Nobody in hip hop is thinking about making a song with like 200 beats per minute or whatever it was. I'm, I'm being facetious, but you get my point. Like that song is way too fast to be rapping over. And prior to, you know, that song coming out, I, I'd never heard something that even looked or even sound like that. Then you throw the visuals of the video on top of it um, being, you know, filmed right there in Bankhead here in the city. Um, Nah, man. Andre, again, I think is someone who, you know, really enjoys the music, enjoys the creativity that he brings to the music. And so when you look, when you listen to a song like Bombs Over Baghdad, when you listen to, you know, their albums, and you see that, you know, he wasn't afraid to be himself and be different, even especially when, you know, <laughs> when he stepped outside and, you know, he had on these clothes and just he would wear whatever the case, you know, whatever case is, he would wear whatever, you know, it didn't matter. Um, so I think he, he really I think that all goes back to the, my original point of just enjoying making music. I think he really enjoys making the music and being creative and being Andre Benjamin. Um, I think they both, both Andre and Lauren Hill, I think another reason why they're, they're as revered as they were or are, I should say, uh, neither of them got caught up in the quote unquote industry. You know, I mean, it is a business, it is politics involved. It is a little bit of everything, but for the most part, I think neither of them got caught up in all that stuff they never went Hollywood they never they they pretty much stayed true to their roots as far as you know the music that they were making and the people that they were making the music for um so that part of it I think really you know it's uh it's it's very special about them you know when you think about them um let's see what else I think when you think about Lauren and Andre, the obvious question comes up. <laughs> Why don't they have solo hip hop albums? Well, I can explain. Um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of the greatest albums of its time. Uh, it is one of the, it's going to appear on just about any list that you can come up with. However, <laughs> The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is not a hip hop album. If I'm not mistaken, she only raps on three of the tracks. She sings the entire album. It is a neo soul album. It is a R&B album, but it is not. And I repeat, not a hip hop album. It's just not. It's a phenomenal album. I absolutely love that album. I did a breakdown when the album turned 20 years old. Check it out. It's on it's on here. Um, but nah, man, it's not. It's just not. 
And there were people, (laughs) there were people who were, you know, looking forward to her album coming out, but had no idea or concept as to how it would look, sound or feel. There were some that when they listened to it, they were like, damn, I thought I was getting El Boogie, you know, and I got Lauryn Hill, you know, and um, and they were disappointed. But I, for the most part, people love this album. I, I absolutely love this album. Never get tired of listening to it. Um, Andre 3000 does not have a solo hip hop album. Uh, he did have a <laughs> a solo entry, <laughs> if you will, on the uh, collaborative album that he and big boy did as outcast uh called the speaker box love below uh where it was a double album an album of big boy and big boy songs and an album of andre 3000 and andre 3000 songs but it was still done under the umbrella of outcast so that does not count let me repeat that does not count i know that some of you are probably saying well it's still a solo out al- it's not a solo album the album is called outcast speaker box love below it's not called andre 3000 or dre or three stacks or whatever it's not called love below by andre benjamin it's not it is an outcast album and some of you are probably thinking I'm being, you know, cynical. I'm not. I'm, I'm just being. It's not a solo album. Um, so neither of them have solo albums. Um, I think, and I know I'm gonna catch some flack for this. The question is, will they ever make a solo hip hop album? <sighs> Unfortunately. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, let me let me break it down for Lauren, for El Boogie. I'd say probably not. Uh, If you can recall, there was a lot of fallout from the miseducation of Lauren Hill, that album. Because there were people who worked with her on the album. Um, Allegedly, there were people who wrote songs on the album and they did not get credit for it. They end up ended up having to sue her, you know, to get their proceeds from the album. Um, and it's a big mess. I mean, it, I, I'm not going to get into it. You can Google it, but it's. There are some that don't think that she should get as much credit as she got for that particular album because she didn't write it, according to them. And there is some in the hip hop community that think that Lauren Hill could not come out with a solo album because she did not have the help that she, well, she would not have the help that she had on this particular album. Um, I don't necessarily buy into that because I think if she's as dope as I think she is, I think she's more than capable of creating another album. Could she create another miseducation of Lauren Hill? Mm, probably not. Um, but also, I think there probably won't be another, or excuse me, <laughs> they probably won't ever make 
she probably won't ever make a solo hip hop album because I don't know where Lauren Hill thinks Lauren Hill fits in hip hop's equation of today. Um, not to say that you have to, you know, make a bunch of songs with Lil Fart and uh, Young Halftime <laughs> and MC Wingtips. Um, but, you know, where do you fit? I mean, Lauren Hill is, she's got to be like in her late 40s. Um, so, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to give the world your four, 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 like Jay-Z did? Or are you going to, you know, spill your beans and just spill your guts and spill all the beans about all the stuff that's happened to you uh, since uh, your success of the miseducation of Lauryn Hill and, you know, what's happened these years and going to prison and showing up late for concerts, all the stuff that you've been railed about on and for, um, or, or will you just, you know, kind of sit in the cut and, or try to work with, you know, the people that you know, or maybe get back with the Fugees. I don't know. I, it's probably not going to happen. Um, I would be pleasantly surprised if she made another album period. Um, but Lauren does so little press and, you know, stuff like that. And she, she goes by Miss Lauren Hill. Now you, you can't call her Lauren. You can't call her L Boogie. You got to call her Miss Lauren Hill. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I don't know where she is. I, I don't, I don't know. I would be pleasantly surprised if she did make another album, but I think if she did make another album, it would be, you know, more on the lines of Neo soul or something like that. I, I don't see her getting up and spitting 16 bars again and creating a eight song album. I, I, I can't even see it happening. I would be pleasantly surprised if it did happen, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. But, you know, if you're wondering if she can still spit, oh, Lauren Hill can still spit. We about to drop, <laughs> we about to drop, y'all. I got moxie, I'm so damn foxy. Industry try to block me like cops and paparazzi. Full stop, don't copy, just copy properly. Everybody same policy, universal equality, responsibility, policy to survive economically. Some people do it comically, fruits of freedom, equality. Invest your money properly, people owe me your policy. Intellectual property, stealing, stolen, commodity. Souls control the robbery, cold, lack of commodity. Clones, copycats, bother me, mine on black, that's follow me. Honesty, honesty, all these jokers, economy. Puppets with no autonomy. I mean, her ability to rhyme, I don't think ever should have come into question. I mean, that joint right there was, you know, a joint that she put out with the Fugees um, a few years back. This was after the fallout. And there was talk about the Fugees reuniting for another album and subsequently never happened. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think it'll happen for her. Um Will Dre ever make a solo hip hop album? Definitely not. Um, it's not gonna happen. In fact, I don't. I don't think there'll ever be another Outkast album. And it's it's funny because you know I live here in the city of Atlanta, uh, and people have asked me from time, "Hey man, you you." And it's funny because people ask me like I'm like <laughs> like I hang out with Dre and Big Boy. 
they asked me, hey, man, you think we'll, we'll ever get another outcast? And, and I, I appreciate the, the inquiries, but I have no working knowledge of any either of those gentlemen. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think there'll ever be another outcast album. I, I don't think that Dre will ever do a solo album. In fact, I'm not even sure. And maybe someone can correct me on this, but I think I think contractually outcast owes their record label one more album um you know big boy is still making music and ironically i think dre has produced some music for big boy but but big but dre has not appeared on any of big boy's solo records because technically if big if dre appears on a big boy song it's outcast (laughs) so i think if they owe out if they owe their record label another album contractually Dre and Big Boy on a song together is probably not going to happen. Again, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be, you know, glad to admit that I'm wrong. But I think there's some contractual issues there. But outside of that, there's nothing that can or will stop Andre from making a solo album. I mentioned Big Boy has made solo albums and some dope ones. To to you know, to be honest. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. You know, much like Lauren, I don't know where Dre actually fits or where he thinks he fits in today's rap game. Um, I remember reading something that he said and it stuck out to me. He said, I rap when I feel like I have something to say. He's like, I don't have anything to say. And that stood out to me because it wasn't something that I really wanted to hear, but I appreciated his honesty. Now, if you're wondering, you know, can Andre Benjamin roll out of bed <laughs> and drop bars, you know, with some of these little, uh, <laughs> some of these lils and youngs? I think we know the answer to that. Even Jesus had 12 disciples on the level, trigger, whatever. You don't, you don't want now, they get 3,000. I'm like juror duty, you're new to this part of town. Your white teeth will to me look like a nightgown. Make your mama proud, take that thing two sizes down. Then you look like the man that you are or what you could be. I can give a damn about your car, but then I would be. If it was considered a classic before the drastic change in production when cars were metal instead of plastic value, is what I'm talking about. Take two of these and walk it out. You'll be the reason they talk it out. You can't be the king in the parking lot forever. Not saying I'm the best, but till they find something better, I am here. No fear. Write me a letter. Till then, I walk it out. 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 I wish I walk it out. I wish I walk it out. I wish I walk it out. I mean, he surprised me on that with myself when I heard it for the first time. I was like, okay, Dre. You jumping on here with these little young boys and you showing them what time it is. And I mean, of course, I don't think the lyricism ever leaves him. I mean, he can jump on your mixtape and give you this. Cannon. So 
I'm watching her fine ass Walked to my bedroom and thought to myself That's the shape of things to come, she said Why in the club you don't make it precipitate You know, make it rain when you can make it thunderstorm I'm like, why? The world needs sun, the hood needs fun So there's a war going on and half the battle is guns How dare I throw it on the floor when people are poor So I write like Edgar Allen to restore Got a cord, umbilical, attached to a place that can't afford No landscaping or window draping This old lady told me if I ain't got nothing good, say Nathan That's why I don't talk much, I swear it don't cost much to pay attention to me I tell it like it is, then I tell it how it could be The hood be requesting my services Oh, don't get nervous, it's step your game of time These ain't them same old rhymes designed to have you dancing in some club Niggas ride to me, women be off in they tub Exfoliating with they pom-poms, yelling go 3,000 I'm in my whatever, bumping a 100,000 Running, 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 summon, woman, coming Sit down, heard you need some plumbing, done in I'm in a swell mood, a rather swole mood Until she told me that she told dude That she'll be back, she's going to the store I didn't know she had a boyfriend, so the door I pointed her to, I said, call me when y'all break up I don't fuck nobody, bitch, you never owned a Jacob Know what time it is, nigga, just trying to live Like a nigga supposed to live If I still drink that malt liquor, I pour the beer On the ground for niggas not around I started off starving, now they got me out here bread farving Trying to see if I still got it Got it, I guess it's like a bite, think about it, about it, about it, And he still sounds like Andre 3000. I mean, so that never changes. That never changes. And I think I'll, I've always appreciated that about him. So, you know, the skill is there. I don't think the skill ever left. The same for Lauren. I don't think the skill will ever leave you to rhyme. You know, it's just, do you feel like it? Do you want to engage? Do you feel like you have something to say? And for both of them, I don't think that they do. Um, And getting back to the point of the tweet that I originally saw, and I'll read it to you again. Lauryn Hill and Andre 3000 are so great as artists that they either have one solo album or even none at all, but still end up on rap fans all time list. And I think the reason for that is because like what I mentioned earlier, they're both revered. They're both loved. They're both talented. Um, Should they be on someone's top 10 list? I mean, it's subjective. It's it's really subjective. I, I in good faith, I could not put them on my top 10 list. But, you know, I'm not going to argue with anybody about their top 10 list. But uh, again, both of them, incredible MCs, incredible people. And, you know, they seem to have walked away from, you know, the game, if you will. And I think as fans, we should be OK with that. And I think I think the 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 quicker that we come to the realization that there's probably not going to be any more music, I think the better off we'll be. But even if we don't get any more music from them, they've already given us some great music to listen to. And we should be thankful for that. That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. The podcast drops every Thursday at midnight. And from time to time this year, we are dropping bonus episodes. They will drop on Sundays at midnight. Again, that's going to do it for me. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000. It gets
controversial when L Boogie rocks. I confuse crews with views that's unorthodox. Madam Potential, I'm deadly with a pencil. Even when I'm pregnant, rock without the instrumental. Fall from accidental, I was born with a suspicion. Freak up a style like a baby, change position. Scare competition like a bad superstition. Get you wide open like the average obstetrician. Want some different stuff like a Jew to a Christian. I'll intimidate you like a black politician. Soften the killing, stroke guitars like I'm dealing. Styles elevate you till you dance on the ceiling. My capacity, so I'm mastery and rhapsodies. Can't be doubted, cause I'm bout it, bout it like I'm mastery. 